0: Today, we're talking about the United States retaliation in the Middle East, a strong jobs report, a historic international election, and other top news for Monday, February 5th. Stay informed while remaining focused on Christ with the pour over today. Here's the verse of the week. Teach me your way, O Lord, that I may walk in your truth. Unite my heart to fear your name. Psalm 8611. Let's get started with some espresso shots. The U.S. spent the weekend striking back. First, as a part of a multi-day campaign, the U.S. turned its attention to the group responsible for the January 28 drone attack that killed three American service members in Jordan. A series of strikes on Friday hit more than 85 targets connected to Iran's Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps Quds Force in Iraq and Syria. In a statement, President Biden said the U.S. does not seek conflict with the Middle East, but would respond to harmed Americans. Piling on, the US Treasury issued new sanctions against Iranian cyber attackers and entities supporting the Iranian drone program. Then, on Saturday, the US and UK responded to the Iran-backed Houthi rebels' ongoing Red Sea attacks. At least 30 Houthi targets in Yemen were hit in the most recent wave of strikes. The mission of governments is not the same as the mission of Christians. While governments seek to project strength and protect their own, followers of Christ are commanded to embrace weakness, forego retaliation, and leave revenge to God. Matthew 5:38 to 41 says, You have heard that it was said, Eye for an eye and tooth for a tooth. But I tell you, do not resist an evil person. If anyone slaps you on the right cheek, turn to them the other cheek also. And if anyone wants to sue you and take your shirt, hand over your coat as well. If anyone forces you to go one mile, go with them two miles. The job market has been taking its vitamin C. In January, the U.S. economy added 353,000 jobs, blowing past the predicted 185,000. Average hourly wages were up 4.5% year-over-year, and unemployment stayed flat at 3.7% both better than expected vital signs. The strong economic data will likely reinforce the Federal Reserve's decision to not cut interest before this summer. Meta was also feeling particularly vigorous as Facebook celebrated its 20th birthday yesterday. On Friday, Meta's stock surged 20%, adding $196 billion to its market value, the largest single-day increase in value of any U.S. company ever. It came after Meta announced its fourth quarter profit had tripled thanks to cost savings and a booming online advertising market. With all the extra cash, Zuckerberg announced Meta will begin paying a 50 cents per share dividend every quarter. Investors swooned. Here's a verse to consider whether stocks are up or down. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in affliction. Be persistent in prayer. Romans 12.12 It's not just the U.S. headed to the polls this year. Yard signs are an international hot commodity. In Northern Ireland, Michelle O'Neill was named first minister on Saturday. Her appointment was historic. Not only is she the first minister in two years, talk about deadlock, but she's also the first member of a pro-unification party to hold the country's top post. Her party hopes to reunify Northern Ireland with the Republic of Ireland. In El Salvador, President Nayib Bukele won re-election in a landslide yesterday. In his first term, Bukele suspended several constitutional rights and arrested 75,000 people suspected of being in gangs, largely without trials. Cleaning the streets has made him very popular, but the way he did it has human rights groups sounding the alarm. Our hope is never contingent on the outcome of an election. It's much more secure than that. No matter which candidate wins the election, we can take comfort in the fact that everything eventually ends well for followers of Christ. Colossians 3, two four says, set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. For you died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ who is your life appears, then you will also appear with him in glory. Mango chili, watermelon salt, citrus. Is your mouth watering yet? What about chocolate raspberry or chocolate chai? Element, the electrolyte drink mix that promotes healthy hydration, has eight flavors to choose from. Element has a science-backed electrolyte ratio, 1,000 mg sodium, 200 mg potassium, and 60 mg magnesium, and no sugar. And right now, you can sample all the flavors for free. When you purchase Element through our link, you'll receive an entire sample pack of all eight flavors with any order. It's the perfect way to try them all. And be sure to try the Chocolate Flavors Hot. Or become an Element evangelist and share with friends you haven't converted yet. Go to drinklmnt.com pourover or check out the link in the show notes. In other brews, here's a rapid round of updates. Former President Trump's federal 2020 election interference trial has been postponed indefinitely, while an appeals court considers his argument of presidential immunity. Meanwhile, President Biden won South Carolina's Democratic primary with 96% of the vote. Republican South Carolinians will cast their ballots on February 24. Trump currently leads Haley in the polls 63% to 31%. Back-to-back storms have brought two atmospheric rivers to California, prompting a rare Level 4 excessive rainfall risk in Santa Barbara and San Francisco's first hurricane-force wind warning. Areas around Santa Barbara and San Jose were evacuated, and LA could see up to a year's worth of rainfall over just two days. Officials warn of life-threatening flooding, mudslides, and power outages. Court filing on Friday confirmed a personal relationship between Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis and Nathan Wade, a special prosecutor, in former President Trump's Georgia election interference case. Willis has denied any financial or personal conflicts of interest in the relationship. A hearing on the motion to dismiss Willis from the case is scheduled for February 15. Former Fear Factor host Joe Rogan re-upped his podcast deal with Spotify for a reported $250 million, with a significant tweak. The podcast will no longer be exclusively on Spotify. The Swedish streaming giant hopes to boost ad revenue by distributing Rogan's show across other platforms, including Apple Podcasts and YouTube. And that's all we have for today. Thanks so much for listening. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts app, give us a five-star rating and drop a review. If you're listening on Spotify, give us a follow and hit the notification bell to never miss a new episode. We appreciate your support and hope you have a great day. We'll see you on Wednesday.